Okay. So we're recording. Are you ready? I'm ready. Welcome to So It's a Show, a podcast where we attempt to keep up with Lorelai and Rory's pop culture references on Gilmore Girls. I'm Taylor, and today is a special episode. Not because we're missing Kyla, because we miss Kyla. We are not excited because she's gone, but in her place is maybe the most special guest we've ever had in the history of our show. Uh, Everybody, drumroll please. My mom! Woohoo! <laughs> because Gilmore Girls is a mother-daughter show, so what would our show be without our moms? We've watched every single episode of Gilmore Girls together. Yes, we have. And next episode, a little teaser already, Kyla will be bringing her mom on, so it's going to be two special episodes in a row. Can we even handle it? I smell a mother-daughter weekend coming up. <laughs> Maybe the four of us are going to need to do a uh, little getaway to Martha's Vineyard. I'm in. Doing the show. <laughs> I'm in. Or Stars Hollow. Yes, yeah, Stars Hollow would be even better. Whatever. So count me in. Yay! So we are wrapping up season two of Gilmore Girls, and to do that, we wanted to go back and catch a few references that we missed that are worth a whole episode to talk about. So we are going to be touching on another one from episode 204, The Road Trip to Harvard. And if you want to know more about what's going on in that episode, big picture, we talked about this one in our 29th episode, Forget It Jake, It's Chinatown, in which we talked about, you guessed it, Chinatown. And you can get more context about the whole episode. But here is a clip of when Rory and Lorelai are exploring a dorm room at Harvard. Hey there. Hi. I'm Angie. This is Trish. Hi. How's it going? Not bad. Oh, cool. We're just kind of hanging out between classes. We got Chef next. So, we'll probably see if the file for beta thing tomorrow, right? Maybe. Yeah, we're not sure either. They can be so totally lame. <laughs> Gag me. Yeah. See ya. You do realize that all of your college kid jargon comes from Happy Days in the Valley Girl song. So, Mom. Yes. <laughs> So when we were trying to figure out what our episode was going to be about, we combed through dozens, nay, hundreds of potential options. I remember. Yes. We combed through our list of pop culture refs in season two, and I have to say, there was one you were pretty excited about. Yeah, we looked at several, and I remember saying, yeah, I know about that that might be fun but when we came to this one it it totally brought back nostalgia and good memories mm-hmm. and so we had to talk about happy days yes yes my favorite as a teenager maybe teenager oh well a little background on the show perfect segue by the way Mom. thank you we won't reveal your age if you don't want but I do have to tell them when the show was on the air, if that's okay. Okay, so maybe I was two. (laughs) 
Happy Days was on TV 1974 to 84. It ran 11 seasons and 255 episodes, which is kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that doesn't really happen anymore. I'm surprised even that it happened then. That was probably unusual even yeah. for that time. Yeah. And it was created by one of our favorites, Gary Marshall. Yes, you are a big Gary Marshall fan. And I think most Gary Marshall movies I have watched with you probably for the first time. Like Pretty Woman. Mm-hmm. That was one you introduced to me. I'm trying to think. Raising Helen. We watched that uh, one together. One of our all-time favorites. Oh, Yeah. Princess Diaries, we've definitely watched that together a few times. A few would <laughs> maybe be an understatement. <laughs> and it also starred familiar names like Ron Howard, Henry Winkler, and Marion Ross. Woohoo! Who plays Richard's mom on Gilmore Girls. Old tricks. <laughs> And a few other notable things about this show. It kicked off the career of Robin Williams because he played Mork in the spinoff Mork and Mindy, which came from, what, maybe one or two episodes on Happy Days? I think it maybe came from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, maybe. I'm not 100% sure of that. I, I can't remember if it started on Happy Days. Or if it started off of the spinoff from Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Either way, it's in the Happy Days television universe. Absolutely. (laughs) And also, fun fact, if we are thinking back a few episodes back in our episode about Mary Tyler Moore, we talked about Nancy Walker, who played... The mom, Ida Morgenstern, Rhoda's mom that we talked about, mm-hmm. and she was in one of the spinoffs that is not as well known called Blansky's Beauties. And I cannot say that I've ever seen that one. Did you ever watch that uh, Out of the Blue? No. Okay. Those were the two ones I had never heard of that were spinoffs. So, no, I can't <clears throat> even say that I recognize the titles. But it sounds like you watched Laverne and Shirley. Definitely. That was a regular a Tuesday night regular. Oh, you even remember the night, Tuesdays. Well, there were lineups at that. Oh, you, yeah. You didn't have DVR. You didn't have even, probably didn't even have VCRs at that time. Mm-hmm. So you had your nightly lineups of shows you like to watch, and you had to be in front of the TV at the time it was aired if you wanted to see it. I do remember recording things on VHS when I missed an episode of 24 in elementary school. Not quite the same, though. And that would have been a couple of decades after Happy Days. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, TV watching was a different experience. Yes. Did you ever watch Mork and Mindy and or Joni Loves Chachi? I did watch Mork and Mindy very regularly. Joni and Chachi, not so much. Got it. And I don't know if that was because it just didn't interest me as much, or if my life got busier by that time, or if it was on a night when I couldn't watch it. I I don't remember being as drawn to that, but Mork and Mindy, I loved. Yeah. And Laverne and Shirley was a lot of fun, just like Happy Days. Got it. So you're a big fan of the Happy oh, Days you television bet. universe. You bet. Have you watched, do you think, all 255 episodes of Happy Days? Or do you think that you were more, like, 
you caught it whenever you could? Probably within a few years period, maybe three years, I probably watched it very regularly. But as you and I checked out old seasons from the local library and we started watching season one, I remember, you probably Mm -hmm. remember me saying, this is not how I remember Happy Days. It was a little heavier, not quite as uh, lighthearted. So the first two seasons I didn't, I must not have watched either at all or very closely. But once we hit season three, mm-hmm. I remember thinking, this is the happy days I remember. And probably for at least three years or so, it was a very regular part of my television lineup. Yes. Well, we did catch that one toward the end of season two where Richie played by Ron Howard and his friends, including Potsy and Ralph Malf, which is maybe my favorite character <laughs> name in the history of all everything. Even better than Potsy? I mean, Potsy's great, but does his last name rhyme with his first name? I'm not even sure I know what his last name was in the show. <laughs> I don't think I caught it either. Yeah. But Ralph Malf and Potsy and Richie are trying to get a band together and... The Fonz, played by Henry Winkler, Arthur Fonzarelli, but the Fonz for short, he hooks them up with some nice suits that they can use for their performance, and so he insists he plays the bongos. (laughs) Yes, I do remember watching that one. (laughs) And that was toward the end of season two, and I laughed so much at just the way he barely plays the bongos, just so he can try and catch some girl's attention. (laughs) And that was classic Fonzie character. That was very typical of what I remember about the Fonz, Mm -hmm. was just trying to get a girl's attention, and he never had to do much, because (laughs) he had so much cool factor, Yeah, no matter what he did, that the girl swooned. Yeah. Well, and I feel like his two favorite, well, here, his favorite thing and his least favorite thing. His favorite thing was to be cool, like James Dean. He has a poster of him in his closet. And his least favorite thing is to be like a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, nerd was a big word then. (laughs) So I don't know if that really reflects the 1950s. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if we've mentioned how this show was set in the 1950s, even though it was made in the 1970s. And the 50s were kind of an exciting thing to think about in the 70s for some reason that I don't know. But it was very typical to have 50s-themed spirit days in high school and uh, to do 50s-themed parties. So I don't know what it was about the 50s in the 70s. Well, also, Grease came out in the late 70s, and that is set in the 1950s. Our favorite movie, Grease. Yes, our favorite sort of movie. We like the music. (laughs) Yeah, and that's one you also showed me for the first time, too, Grease. And we both decided it has great music and a terrible story. That's right. In fact, (laughs) I think I said if you were going to watch it, you had to watch it with me. Oh, yeah. Because you were young enough that I might have to explain some things. (laughs) Or skip some things. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder 
and obviously I did not live through the 70s, so I can't speak for it, but I did recently watch the CNN documentary series about the 70s. So you've got it down. You probably remember it better than I do. Yeah, I spent eight hours learning about the 70s, which is probably comparable to living through it. Yeah. JK. But it sounded like there was a lot of just social upheaval, a lot of economic struggle, a lot of culture change that was going on. And I wonder if, you know, not that the 50s didn't have any issues, but I think comparatively, you know, coming out of World War II, it probably seemed a lot more calm, a lot happier. I wonder if, you know, happy I would guess. Yeah, so because so, I did not live in the 50s. Yeah. Either, but I did live through the 70s, and they were rather tumultuous in mm-hmm. some ways. And at my age, I probably wasn't as aware of some of that. I was just kind of living through it and thinking maybe that it this was just typical life. Mm-hmm. But I do remember watching Happy Days, and the thing that was appealing was it was just a good way to laugh. It was a fun half hour. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't watch it for any deep messages <laughs> or any political commentary or cultural commentary. It was just a way to laugh. Well, and I think with a title like Happy Days, it seems to imply that's pretty much what you're here for. Yes, and good 50s music. And, and a very catchy theme song. Very catchy. It's one of those that gets stuck in your head. Yeah. We've had a series of very catchy theme songs this season. Uh, you and I watched I Dream of Jeannie yes. together. That's one. The Odd Couple. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore. And I think there were maybe one or two others that we were like, these are going to get stuck in our head forever. And there are worse things to get stuck in your head, so. Yeah. Well, and by the way, I pretty much name drop you like a celebrity every other episode when I'm like, I watched this with a My mom. Because <laughs> you have a cool mom. Yeah. Now, sometimes dad gets name dropped, too. Or someone else I watch it with, but usually it's you because for whatever reason, you're the one who's like, I guess I'll watch this random thing from the 20th century with you. And I usually remember something about it. Yeah. So you enjoyed happy days because it was happy. You might say. Was there anything else you loved about the show that kept you coming back to it every week? Oh, probably the characters because you did have some stereotypical characters, the cool Mm -hmm. guy, the good, balanced Ron Howard character, mm-hmm. Richard, Richie Cunningham, who was kind of the good, conscientious guy. And then you had the goofy guy with Ralph Mouth, and I guess Potsy was kind of yeah. that, too. And the family dynamics were fun because Mrs. C, yes. Mrs. Marion Ross, was just a lot of fun. She was the softy, and mm-hmm. then... Mr. C, Mr. Cunningham, had his own nerdy, charming (laughs) character. So I think it was a good cast of characters and fun, very predictable plots, Mm -hmm. but fun. And I don't know exactly how the actors got along offstage, but they seem to have good chemistry 
in the show itself. I would agree. So. They all seem to like each other. They seem to. They they did well enough that there were t-shirts <laughs> with their faces on them and, mm-hmm. you know, what, 11 seasons yeah. of shows. So something Clicked. was going well for them. Yeah. I think one of my favorite dynamics was <laughs> in the episodes that we watched, which we watched some, we watched a few in season one and then you were like, no, this is not good, happy days. And then we watched a few in season two, and then in season three especially, you were like, oh yeah, yeah. this is the happy days I remember. Absolutely. But in <laughs> the dynamic between Fonzie and Richie's parents, because yes. in season three, Fonzie moves into the apartment, what, above okay. their garage yeah, or something like attic that? attic or something like that. Yeah. So, because I don't, does he have parents? <laughs> I, that's a good question. Uh, my gut says... He was either kind of a delinquent who left or had delinquent parents. I don't know. Yeah. Because he dropped out of school and works at an Mm -hmm. auto shop, so he's good with cars. He always wears a white t-shirt and leather jacket and jeans. Right. So basically, he's probably my Halloween costume next year because he's so easy (laughs) to do. (laughs) And you just got to hold your thumbs up and go, hey. Hey. Yeah. You might have to be able to snap a bra that's wrapped around a radiator, but uh, (laughs) he was known for that, too. Yeah, all those random, you know, put it on your resume. (laughs) (laughs) This is what, three or four years of watching Happy Days Days. taught me. (laughs) Yes, that's what I recall. All right, let's go. Wait a minute, Fonz, can we talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Yeah, excuse me. Listen, we've been thinking about this, and, and we don't want you to go through with it. Really, Fonz? We don't want to see you get hurt. You don't have to prove anything to us. We know you're cool. Yeah, you guys know I'm cool, but there are a lot of people out there that have never seen cool. Sad, but true. (laughs) The people who want to see you do this are not your real friends, Fonz. So what you're telling me is that I'm cool even if I don't go out there, huh? Yeah, Yeah, we sure are. Well, you're good friends, huh? You're all mentioned in my will. Don't talk about that. We don't care about a will. What do I get? Time for second thoughts now, huh? There's been enough chicken already. Hey, shortcake. I want to see a smile on your face, huh? Hey, let's go! But I think one of my favorite dynamics was between Fonzie and Richie's parents. Yes. And actually his sister, too. What does he call her? Shortcake? Shortcake. Yeah. And then there's some episode where someone is new to the family and he calls her Shortcake because he doesn't know that's not her name. That's right. But how he exasperates Mr. C all the time because he's eating their food and he's in their house and he's... There's one episode after he does this huge bike jump and, like, they get a nationally televised show to their neighborhood to watch him jump all these trash cans. And he breaks his leg and he's such a baby about it. Yeah, he's sleeping on their couch (laughs) and... So he drives Mr. C crazy, but then he Mrs. C loves him, and she just wants to do everything she can to help him out. Probably now, the only one who can get by calling him Arthur. Yeah, that's true. Because she always called him Arthur. And I don't think anybody else did. I don't think so. I saw. Yeah. So yeah, they have a fun dynamic between yeah. them. So, and not that Richie isn't fun, but he's kind of the straight man in the show compared yes. to some of these other uh, 
larger-than-life characters. Yes, a bit of a nerd, but not entirely a nerd. Yeah. He gets some jokes. He's just not as over-the-top. Like, everyone, Patsy's the one that also everyone gets annoyed with. Sit on it, Patsy! Right. Yeah. That's one of their little catchphrases. Because there are so many catchphrases. There are. There's sit on it, there's A, the shortcake line... The cool factor. Yeah. There are more more that I'm not... If we had just watched an episode, we would probably think of three more. I know I might think of more as we go along. Yeah. Feel free to drop it in. I'll be burying my soul to you and you'll be like, oh yeah, and another catchphrase. (laughs) So speaking of those catchphrases, that is what Rory was talking about. She was saying all this jargon you know from young people is from Happy Days and the Valley Girls song, which I don't know the Valley Girls song, but they don't mm-hmm. reference it nearly as many times on Gilmore Girls. So I think we've got more to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the way the characters talked on the show, was that accurate to 1970s life? Or do you think they were trying to capture the spirit of the 1950s? Or do you think they were just trying to be funny and whatever made sense for the characters and all their crazy catchphrases. I don't think it really captured the 70s. I've always thought it was trying to reflect the 50s, but not having mm-hmm. lived through that, I I can't say that for sure. So probably the more likely is just trying to make it funny mm-hmm. and uh, to make something memorable mm-hmm. that was unique to this show so that it would stick out. Because there were t-shirts with the A (laughs) on it and Mm -hmm. uh, the sit on it. You know, that that wasn't something people used regularly, as I recall, but said it sometimes to be funny, Mm -hmm. to show you were in touch with modern culture at the time. With a popular show. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just remembered another catchphrase was went between Mr. and Mrs. Cunningham sometimes when they would have a tender moment, she would say, oh, Howard, are you getting frisky? (laughs) I do remember hearing that one. So, (laughs) yeah, Marion Ross was so good on that show. Very different character from Trix. Very (laughs) different. But she was a lot of fun, and she she made that character, I'm sure she helped develop that Mm -hmm. character, and she did a good job with it. Yeah. Another show that we talked about a while back on our podcast was the Donna Reed show. And I think she shares some archetype with her because she's kind of the fifties housewife mother, but compared to Donna Reed, who I think her character is smart, but her whole life is just like trying to make everything fall into place for her family. It feels a little bit more like Mrs. C has Like, yes, she's there for the whole family, but she's, like, got a much stronger personality, and she has a lot more say in what's going on. You probably haven't watched the Donna Reed show. I have not watched Mm -hmm. the Donna Reed show. Yeah. But Mrs. Cunningham, she perhaps has a lot more say, but she doesn't have that... She doesn't come off as a strong personality. No, And yet she does carry a little bit of weight. Yes. In a charming way. Well, and it seems like whenever, in the episodes I watched, it seems like whenever she and Mr. C disagree, especially about the Fonz, she usually wins. Yes. <laughs> the tender heart. 
Yes. Always mm-hmm. trumped his frustration. Yes. And I think secretly he loves Fonzie I like I think so, too. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really is a part of the family. Yes. Fonzie, Dr. Bliss says you should have been up days ago. What's wrong with you, Fonzie? Well, I'll tell you the truth about that. I know that if I put this leg on that floor, I'm going to be in a lot of pain. And I'm going to make silly noises and make a funny face. But the doctor says that's normal. It might be normal, but it ain't cool. I ain't putting this foot on that floor until I can do it with cool. Well, I do remember enjoying Laverne and Shirley, just two quirky characters. And Lenny and Squiggy were the guys... (laughs) Uh, Where did they come up with these names? Uh, that's I don't know, but it stuck with me. <laughs> and so they were a little more zany and kooky than the characters on Happy Days, but that made them fun. Plus, it was two women, mm-hmm. and it was, I think Shirley was more the straight gal, and Laverne was the funny one. Uh-huh. But Mork and Mindy was a special... I remember literally lying in the floor laughing at Robin (laughs) Williams because he was so different from any other character that had ever been. And he was quick and had so many vocal intonations and just just funny in a way I'd never seen anybody be funny before. So I literally would lie in the floor and laugh at him, and my mother would go, stupid. <laughs> she just didn't get it. Yeah. But he that was that was a great show because of Robin Williams, and not to say that I think her name was Pam Dawson who played Mindy. She was good, but without Robin Williams, I don't think that show would have taken off. It's hard to compete with his energy, for sure. Even if she were a funny character, you know, like, how would you even compete with that larger than life? And yes, Pam Dauber. Dauber, I was close. I was close. Mm -hmm. But how do you take a show about an alien coming and living, I think he was in the same apartment with Mindy, Mm-hmm. And make it work. I mean, it's so literally far out. <laughs> uh, but he pulled it off. He was Mork from Ork. Nanu, Nanu. He had the hand signals. Uh-huh. You really need to watch some episodes of Mork and I Mindy. would love to. So Nanu, Nanu was, I think, his <laughs> word from Ork. I don't know if it was signing off or whatever. I don't remember now what it meant. But... Um, and he dressed in a crazy way, and I, I guess he was brand new. Yeah, to... I think that was really what kicked off his career. I, I think so, and and obviously it stuck because mm-hmm. he had a very successful career and even then went into some more serious roles like in Dead Poet Society and, mm-hmm. and several others, but he was one of the funniest guys I've ever heard well you were not rolling on the floor laughing when we were watching happy days but you were laughing so hard (laughs) i love when we're watching something because i also feel like sometimes you don't stand over us and watch (laughs) over what we're watching and going stupid (laughs) stupid but like you know when we were going through the phase 
watching The Office, like, that wasn't really your show. And no. you didn't really find it that funny. But I love when we watched, like, you could maybe chuckle and be like, oh, haha, that's clever. Right. But when you have a genuine laugh for something, it makes me so happy. <laughs> well, that's how it was the first few episodes of Gilmore Girls when you introduced me to it. I just remember loving the characters and mm-hmm. having fun and just getting into it. Well, and it's, I don't know if I introduced you to it as much as you introduced me to it, because you bought me the first two seasons for Christmas. I think it's because you told me you had seen a few episodes and you thought I would like it. That's true. I had watched it... At college. Yeah. And in high school a little bit. I had watched a few episodes and liked them, and then we watched the first nine episodes on Christmas Day. (laughs) Yeah, after I opened them, so... (laughs) And this was well beyond when it was on primetime TV. I mean, probably it was done before we started watching. Oh, it was definitely done, because this was when I was in college, so this would have been, like, 2011, 2012... Something right. like that, and it ended in 2007. Oh, yeah, and I had I totally missed the boat on that one. Yeah. I guess well, I was raising kids or something. Yeah. Why well, I was watching PBS then and <laughs> Barney. Hey, me too. <laughs> I guess movies. I was, yeah, I was out of Barney by then, at least. Lion King. Yeah, well, I was out of Lion King, too. <laughs> That's right, you were too. When it premiered in 2000. I'm a little older than that. But I do remember you laughing that hard during Kirk's short film. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> I still laugh during that yeah. when it comes on. We and still quote lines from Kirk's I movie. I know. I intend to tell you that. <laughs> yes. So good. So many good shows. Well, speaking of Gilmore Girls, maybe we got to get back to our reference. What do you say? Oh, go for it. Okay, so as a reminder, Rory says... You realize that all your college kid jargon comes from Happy Days and the Valley Girls song. Now that we've talked a little bit about Happy Days, does this change how you read the scene with Rory? Probably not so much for me, because as soon as they said that, Happy Days would have clicked immediately with me. And I would have known that it was dated at the Mm -hmm. time that the Gilmore's... Were yeah, early 2000s. Supposed to be in this scene at Harvard. So it probably doesn't change it so much for me. It probably just brought back fun memories <laughs> and uh, made me think of the Fonz. Yeah. Well, I'm a dumb millennial who doesn't know anything. Well, not your fault. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> Whose fault is it about when I was born? <laughs> not mine. I took my kids when I got them. Oh, touche. Well, I say this does change how the scene reads for me because now that I've watched the episode I knew what Happy Days was I had heard of it and I of course I knew who Henry Winkler was because he has a very funny recurring role on Parks and Recreation another show I love mm-hmm. we'll have I'll have to show you some clips of him on that show because even though he's very different from the Fonz I think you'll still appreciate he's his a funny guy comedic timing So I knew about him and I knew about Happy Days, but I did not realize there were so many catchphrases and all the jargon they have on the Mm -hmm. show. Like, they have a very distinct cadence. I don't know if that's the right word, but, like, because it's a sitcom, they've got the joke, 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 and they, you can tell, like, the way they play off of each Mm -hmm. other with their personalities and their 
different catchphrases. Like and there were timing things that went yes. along with it, too. That's like, what I think I mean when I say cadence. But yeah, just a little yeah. pause before, sit on it, Potsy. <laughs> or exactly. a little pause before, hey, and then everything's <laughs> quiet while everybody kind of savors the moment of the fawns. Yes, and all his cool factor. That's right. <laughs> so I think maybe what Rory is getting at is you are speaking in a very distinct style that maybe no realistic human <laughs> speaks in. Plus the fact that she was speaking as if she were a student much younger than what she really was in that yeah. scene in Gilmore Girls. Mm -hmm. So she was perhaps dating herself. Yeah. In many ways. Well, and how long are they in high school in this show? Apparently about 11 years. <laughs> so did they ever go to college in the show? I don't remember it. If they did, I had quit watching oh, by then because it. I don't remember it. It's possible I kind of remember Richie going away to college, but I don't think I was watching mm -hmm. regularly at that point. Well, and I guess if the Fonz never graduated high school, he's probably not going to college. That's true. Yeah, he was too cool for it. Too he's, cool for school. Yeah, he's because he's not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of references to Happy Days characters, the show itself, and its spinoffs. And here's a little montage of them throughout the series. I just want to know where my office is going to be. Fonzie used the bathroom as his office. Yeah, what are you saying? That what's good enough for the Fonz isn't good enough for you? Yeah. Fonzie used that bathroom office only intermittently and not for any business for which he was paid. At use of a private office at the auto shop he worked at, then access to the teacher's lounge where he taught night school part-time. Oh my god, you're taking this Fonzie thing way too seriously. Oh, that was subtle. What are you talking about? The Joni loves Chachi moments. You know, for a while, Rory said they were considering Henry Winkler. That would have been neat. Who? You mean Henry Kissinger? Not unless he played the Fonz. Yeah. Nice addition, Patsy. Hey, let's be Laverne and Shirley. What? No. So how's that going? Are you two still Joni loves Chachi? God, I hope not. Really, Kissinger would be duller than Kundera with that foghorn voice and that accent. Of the two, I'd vote for the Fonz. Do you even know who the Fonz is? So, Mom? So, Taylor? That's our show? That's our show! Yay! High five! High five! Woohoo! And then an A. <laughs> so, dear listeners, beautiful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in for this very special episode. And I think you are probably the best guest we've ever had. What I mean, can I'm I say? I'm biased, but I'm. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm always up for a little throwback to my mm -hmm. teenage days. Yes, and to talk Gilmore. Always up for Gilmore Girls. Because it's a mother-daughter show. That's right. Mm hmm So what do you think of our interpretation, listeners, if you know, for instance, if they ever went to college in Happy Days? <laughs> Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at So It's a Show, or you can check us out on Tumblr at So It's a Show Podcast.tumblr.com. And you can also sign up for our tiny letter to get a couple of times a month email alerts about our new episodes and news about shows like Gilmore Girls itself and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, also from Amy Sherman Palladino. And that's tinyletter.com slash so it's a show. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with today, Mom? Just glad that you've 
grown deeper in your culture uh, now that you're familiar with happy days you can finally be proud of me well i wouldn't say finally <laughs> but i mean now you really know who the Fonz is i do and i have to say i'm i think i'm a better person for it i was glad when we watched the shows that i still found them funny <laughs> hey that was a good show yeah because sometimes you go back and it isn't what was that i way. thinking i know got it well thanks for listening everybody and here's a teaser for our next episode co-starring kyla's mom Woo! yay kyla's mom <laughs> we'll see you on martha's vineyard i guess yes let's go wow Harvard is over 300 years old. Founded in 1636. That means that almost everyone who ever went to Harvard is dead now. Are you sure you still want to go here? Yes, I'm sure. They developed the pacemaker here. Also discovered how electromagnetism and radioactivity are two manifestations of the same force and postulated existence of a charmed quark. I was wondering who did that. The Smarties at Harvard. Holy smokes. They get an average of 18,000 applicants every year and only 2,000 get in. Those are not good odds. Mom. No, no, no. You're different. Past graduates, Henry James, isn't that a beer? And a novelist, go on. John Adams, that's a beer. Our second president, oh. he's very in right now. W.E.B. Du Bois, Yo-Yo Ma. Oh, cool, Fred Gwynn. Who? Herman Munster, now I'm impressed. Yeah. Oh, wait, here's what I gotta do. Here's what we do. Go. So, Mom? Yeah? No, here's what you say. So, Taylor. So, I'm gonna go. Oh, okay. So, Mom? Taylor? No, you say, I say so, so Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. So it's a show. Okay. <laughs>